Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Saddest Night Out. It's Monday the 29th, 28th of November. Hello especially to the one person who's already played yesterday's episode, even though it only came out nine hours ago. It's going to be a very brief one, maybe to balance out the longer ones I've done recently. And the question is simple, so simple it's in the title. Could indie landfill happen to other genres? So first off, what is indie landfill? Well, if you were into indie rock music in the 2000s, and if you particularly lived in the UK, that term might be familiar. Essentially, with the whole indie rock thing in the 2000s, you had those who kick-started things. The Strokes, the Libertines, Franz Ferdinand, you had the luminaries like Arctic Monkeys and Block Party. And then you very much got the sense that record labels were getting greedy and wanting to sign anyone in a pair of skinny jeans, some roughed up Converse, and could play three chords in a guitar. Because the quality really started to dip. You got the impression they were thinking they could find the next Arctic Monkeys, and it quickly became clear there was only one Arctic Monkeys. The Arctic Monkeys. But that is not new. There's always been a new trend that comes in to music and then tends to fade out. There was, uh, let's see, the 70s you had prog rock music that was very embellished, long solos and very ostentatious, and that gave rise to punk rock, which was very short, sharp and simple in retaliation to that. Then you had new wave come out of that. Then you had hair metal in the 80s, and then you had grunge music, which kind of quote-unquote killed hair metal. There's always been new genres to rise up and essentially be the death knell for what came before. But in this instance, I think what was a bit, it maybe happened again in the past, but at least for our generation, what felt unique is that as well as a genre dying before your eyes, the the press quite explicitly called time on the death and declared it dead with that term, indie landfill, which is just as it sounds that there was so much rubbish indie rock music, it could feel like it belonged in a landfill. So I think Arctic, maybe Arctic Monkeys were the last band of their kind to really rise up above the crowd, with good reason. They they were good enough to warrant that. And then indie rock started going in a perhaps more psychedelic, more electronic direction after them. That's when you see the likes of Tame Impala and... I think Animal Collective really had been around a while, but really came to the foreground around that time as well. And then you have, you know, the 2010s and everything that happened there. But I'm wondering, could that same scenario play out with other genres? That particular instance felt deliberate. It felt like a conversation was had somewhere that said, we need to put an end to this. We've given birth to a monster and we're the only ones that can kill it. So we have to do what needs to be done. I can. I think there'll always be a cycle of you know what's popular, what falls out of favor, what's the new thing. I don't think we will see something as explicit as a term like indie landfill for pop music or dance music or hip hop or rap or anything like that. But I think there might be other markers to show when a genre is again quote unquote dying. There's. I'm sure there's compilations out there of how many times it's been declared that rock is dead, and yet there are still people making music with guitars. But what struck me uh, is that when it comes to pop music, again, I don't think there'd be an explicit term like pop landfill or something. 
but one of the markers of that genre falling onto its last legs a little bit, this time anyway, in this cycle, is that it becomes harder and harder to think of any new global pop stars, or at least very popular pop stars. What comes to mind off the top of my head, you had Billie Eilish, who is very much that pop star. Then you had Olivia Rodrigo. Then you had Lil Nas X. And arguably, Olivia Rodrigo, there might need to be an asterisk there because Olivia was famous for something else outside of music and then ended up being really, really good at music and became very popular there as well. Whereas Billie Eilish and Lil Nas X were very much just known for their music. How they made their music popular were different means, but they're just known for their music. And now I think they are the kind of pop stars. And what I really need to help define this term is that you don't have to be particularly invested in the genre to recognize the name of some of these people. You don't have to know the name of Lil Nas X's albums or have been to one of his shows to recognize the name Lil Nas X. Same for Billie Eilish. They're just in the ether. You know who they are. Like Rihanna, like Beyonce, like Ed Sheeran. You can be into them, you can be not into them, but you'd be hard-pressed to find someone who doesn't know who they are. I struggle to think of a new artist who has been promoted to that status this year. There have been pop songs, although as I try to think of it now, it is very early in the morning, so I'm drawing a blank. But I can't think of an artist who has, who last year wasn't really known, but this year, maybe they're not completely known because it takes some time, but they're at least on their way. I struggle to think of any. And that might be a sign where if it's the same thing next year and the year after, where all you're getting are mid-tier celebrities, people who are known within their circles, but no one who crosses the threshold to truly be a household name, could that be the sign of a, us entering an age of the pop landfill? As for, say, hip-hop and rap, that area is different because when I think of stereotypically rock music, it's not uncommon to hear an artist or a band or someone say they wrote a 100 songs for their newest album and then whittled it down to a precious 10 or so. But with hip-hop and rap, that is not the attitude. If you write a 100 songs, you put out three mixtapes, you get all of those songs out there. It's very much encouraged to work with all the producers, all the songwriters, all the collaborators, all the featured artists you can, throw as much as you can at the wall and see what sticks which makes it that, I think that makes it a bit harder to determine when you're entering a glut, when you're entering a landfill phase, because there's just so much out there that you can kind of pick and choose what works for you. Maybe it's similar to pop music, where it's just a question of, are there any big stars? But to be honest, there have been many big stars in hip-hop and rap that I've been completely unaware of until they cross some major threshold. And I'm like, who? And then I look around and realise, oh, all of it... They were this popular the whole time? I had no idea. But just a thought. I do... Like, there's been talk about rock music making a comeback when Machine Gun Kelly released his first rock album and pop punk and emo have always been bandied about as making a comeback. I've never been too heavily invested in those genres. There have been odd songs I've liked, but I've never really branded myself hardcore as an emo or into pop into pop punk and if it's making a comeback then sure why not but I do wonder if 
we'd ever get another instance of there being a clear distinction that this cycle has ended and now this cycle shall begin. This genre, this era which was reigning supreme is no longer reigning supreme and now it's time for this. Like, I think the day the let's say the debut, the only album by the Sex Pistols was declared as the start of punk. There's always that story about they played a show in Manchester that only about 15 people attended, but every one of those people went on to start a band or a record label. So now lots of people claim they were there. A clear moment when something changed. I also think of the time David Bowie was on top of the pops and performed Starman. A lot of people who went on to be part of New Wave in the 80s would recall that moment on top of the pops as being a sea change in the culture. And perhaps because pop culture now is so decentralised, it's that much harder to lay claim to a moment like that where even if say pitchfork or enemy wanted to declare that rap music is dead that would never take hold because it's just so decentralized now that no one would give that type of headline enough attention to make it come true just a thought what do you think otherwise i hope you folks have a good day and i will catch you on the next episode you know where to find me online just search for saddest night out all as one word And yeah, here's to the next one. Take care.